In today's episode, we are going to discuss some processing and insight I've come into. And I also had a grief wave hit this week that I want to talk about. So as always, without further ado, let's get into it. Hey everyone, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Anyway, um, this is episode four. I hope everyone is doing well. As always, I like to thank people for tuning in. If this is your first time, hello. And if you are returning, thank you for coming back and thank you for uh, continuing to support. I wanted to use today's episode to kind of travel back to the last episode and do some takeaways. As I was listening back and reflecting, I was able to do some more processing And I realized that sometimes I'm not able to share what I have come into in terms of insight or revelation about something in that moment. And I think we talked a little bit about that in the last episode until I've had some separation. You know, there's been some time that has passed and I can look back or I can just be going through life and have aha moments into something and see deeper into it. That being said, I was able to see after the last episode that one of the challenges that I had around, and really I think it may have been the challenge, but for right now we'll say I think one of the challenges I had around letting go of my birthday tradition is because I felt like my birthday tradition was the letting go of something else. I feel and felt like letting my birthday tradition go on top of letting my mom go on top of all the other things that I've had to let go or let go of it just felt like too much and so I was struggling and having a really hard time with letting go of my birthday tradition because that little girl in me felt like I had to let my mom go isn't that enough I now have to let go of my birthday tradition. I have to let go of what is familiar. I have to let go of what I'm used to. And so I think that was what was happening that I couldn't quite um, understand in that moment or put into words. Because like I said, I think we talked a little bit about it, but I don't know if I was able to quite put it into words. And so now that I have words, I wanted to just come back and share that that's what it was. And I remember, if not right before my mom passed, yes, actually, I think it was right before she passed. I think this was like either the week or two weeks before she passed. I remember my therapist having me go through this exercise on relinquishing. And I don't remember all the details, but I just remember that word. And I hear that word coming up for me again, to relinquish, to relinquish, to let go. And the letting go continues. And so I think I had to relinquish the birthday tradition. And that's not to say I'll never have a new tradition or I'll never maybe revisit that. But it is to say for right now, as far as I know, I needed to relinquish that. And what I now know is that I was struggling to let go because it just felt like I was letting go of another thing. And my birthday is clearly connected to my mom in that I came from her. 
So anything connected to the day of my birth is going to, now that she's not here, is going to feel even deeper. And anything related to letting go of something as it relates to my birthday is going to feel like another death, so to speak. So I just wanted to share that because if you are on your grief journey, um, whether it's the passing of a parent or anyone, I want you to know that letting go is not easy and it is okay to wrestle with it. Relinquishing is not easy, but it is a part of the process. And so when it shows up for you, as I'm certain it will, you don't need to panic or think you're weird or think it's abnormal. It is a part of the process. It is very much expected and a normal part of the process. And I can say that as I've gone through it and as I'm looking back, I can see, okay, yeah, this is, this is tough. It's really tough. So I get it. The second thing I wanted to talk about is depression. So in the last episode, I shared that I was starting to feel really irritable during my birth month. And it was related to that time of the month. But I also know as I've gone through life that irritability for me also is a sign of depression. I remember being in therapy some years ago and I had an aha moment when the therapist told me that anger and irritability can be a sign of depression or that depression can sometimes show up like anger and irritability. And I just thought to myself, wow, like all these years, I would have never made that connection. And so since she shared that with me, I've always been very watchful and mindful of when anger and irritability shows up for me and whether or not it is in that particular moment or instance, if it is related to depression or not. And I am no professional. I'm not trying to talk about depression because it's not something I feel equipped <laughs> or uh, knowledgeable enough to talk about, you know, from an expert point of view. I can talk about it, of course, from my experience. But I was reminded as I was reflecting on the last episode that anger and irritability, it does show up like depression. And I know that this process I've been going through, this grieving process, I know that depression is a part of it. Um, again, I don't want to get into depressive state versus chronic depression and all those different um, terminology, but I do know that depressive state has been my experience. And I know that, and I know now that sometimes irritability for me and anger is a sign of, of depression. So again, I share that because anger is something that I've experienced while grieving. And I am certain that people are experiencing it. And Again, it is very much a part of the process. You are not abnormal. You don't need to panic. It is not weird. It is very much the process. It is very much what uh, can happen or does happen. And I would encourage you, if you can, to seek therapy and to go deeper into the relationship between the anger you might be feeling, the irritability, and depression. The third thing I wanted to discuss 
is what I am still noticing in terms of where I can give myself and others more grace as I was thinking back on the last episode. And really when I think back on previous episodes, I can hear myself sometimes still judging myself. For instance, I will perceive my low energy to be something that I need to shift from quickly, or I'll perceive it to be something that is quote unquote bad. And in the last episode, I believe that we talked about not placing any kind of good or bad judgment on things and just allowing the emotions to run its course, right? But I can still hear, not only in the episodes, but even just in my day-to-day, I can still hear where I get to give myself more grace, you know, just be a little bit more compassionate with myself and with other people, because I, I do see where I am sometimes still projecting criticism I have of myself. I'm projecting that on other people, assuming that they are having those criticisms of me as I am going through my grief. And so having low energy or being tired or whatever, the anger, the irritability, you name it, it is all a part of the process. I realize that I don't, and I mean, really, who does? Who wants to feel those things, right? I don't. <laughs> I tend to want to feel energized and be on the go. I don't I don't like to feel tired and down and, and, and I get it. But I also realize that it's not bad. And even though it may feel bad, I need to let myself be, you know, allow myself, right? This whole podcast, one of the things that I'm going to keep pressing uh, not only to the listener, but to myself is the allowance piece is to just allow myself, you know, you as well, allow yourself to, to feel the full range of those emotions, to sit with it, investigate it, ask it questions, roll around in it. I mean, that may not, may or may not sound appealing to you, but I don't want to stuff. I don't want to suppress. I don't want to pretend. And so because I don't want to do that, then that for me does mean sitting with it, talking through it, processing it, um, you know, examining it. It, it. it does mean that. And when people say do the work, that's the work. When you're grieving, that's the work that you now have to do. Yes, it would be so much nicer to be frolicking all the time and <laughs> sipping mango juice and doing cartwheels on the sand in front of the beach. It would be nice to be there, but that is not real. That's not real life. That's not a balanced life. And I'm not interested in it. Um, so, so yeah, I would say that there is grace upon grace upon grace to be given and received. You know, we, we have grace from God. You know, God is extremely abundantly beyond all that we can think, ask, or imagine, <laughs> gracious, right? And so it's not even just about grace that I give myself. It's grace that I, I get from God who created grace. So as I continue to journey, I will continue to do what I've been doing, which is paying attention to what I'm saying, recognizing where I can give myself more grace, and 
even giving myself grace when I realize I need to give myself more grace, right? Even that I get to just allow and, and, and work through and process through. The last thing I wanted to touch on, this might be my shortest episode. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> uh, I just realized it because as I'm talking, I feel like I'm zipping through it. But anyway, um, the last thing I wanted to talk about was just the past couple of days and the grief wave, as I like to call it, as it came crashing in. Um, I was just feeling really torn. There was half of me, right? Like a part of me that wanted to push memories of my mom out of my mind. And then there was another half of me that just wanted to sit and travel those memories of her, especially in her final moments. Again, I I don't know if you remember, I think I mentioned it in a previous episode, but I tend to, at this point, uh, let me be specific, at this point in the, the grief process, I tend to go back not to my mom from my childhood or my adolescence or my young adult, I tend to go back to those last final moments. And maybe it's because those last final moments are closer to me than when I was three and five years old and 10 years old and 20 years old. Or maybe it's just because those were her final moments. And that that is the first time I've ever seen someone um, pass away and, you know, take their last breath. I I'm still processing it. But what I know is that right now, that's just where my mind goes back to. There was a time when I couldn't even revisit the memory of the final moment. I I just, when I say I couldn't, it was like, I mean, stomach in knots, falling out. I mean, rage, crying. It just was like outer body. I couldn't do it. And now I can. I still, as you can hear, I think you can hear my voice. I still get emotional about it, but I um I just couldn't. Whew, man, I don't even like thinking about how I used to think about <laughs> those final moments. Even that just I'm like, ooh, I, I remember that. But anyway, my mom just kept coming up in my mind this this week. I have days and weeks where she comes up more intensely than others. And this week was just one of those weeks. And some of the thoughts I would have, and or at least when I would think back on those thoughts and those memories, I would have a, like a joyful sensation. And then other parts or other times I would have a sorrowful sensation. And I remember this week I was thinking about uh, fasting and I was thinking about challenging myself to do a 40-day fast like Jesus. And right away, I thought of the last two weeks of my mom's life when she stopped eating. And I got all upset because I was like, ah, why did I have to think about that? Why did my mind have to go there? So I said, okay, I said, just, just go there. If that's where your mind went, like, go there. In other cases, I would caution people not to go there but I said okay in this case this time this scenario this context go there so I just went there and of course the floodgates opened up and it didn't just open up then it's been like I want to say the past let's just say this week sometimes the floodgates are just a few drops and then sometimes it's the gut-wrenching bent over, rolling over, head 
throbbing. You know, I need to stop because I need to go to work or I need to stop. I'm going to miss the train, you know. So each day has been different. But um, again, I just noticed that that too is a part of the process. Those waves when they hit, people did tell me, you know, people who specifically who had lost their mom, but also people who just have tried to be comforting and and share their experience of of grief when they lost a loved one you know they said that it would hit i would be walking down the street and it would just come over me or i'd be in the supermarket or i'd be at home or whatever and it would just come over me and that has been the case and this week was no exception but what i have been telling myself is not to shoot it down so quickly um you know, when I had that moment or those moments when thoughts of her final moments come to my mind, I've been telling myself, just just go there, especially now that I, I can go back there and I can look back and I have a different view. You know, I, when I take myself back to the room, I just have a different view of my mom. It was peaceful. Um, she just looked like she was sleeping. And, you know, like when... You've been working all day and you like plop down in the couch and you just and you just breathe out like that's what it was like. That was what her last breath was like. It was as if she had been. um, Oh, God, it was just as if she had been working all day and she just plopped on the couch and just like that. Boom. It's it was she just man, it was graceful. It was peaceful. Um. It was beautiful. It was sacred. Um, I'm glad that I got to witness it. I didn't feel that way all the time. (laughs) I remember when she was on hospice, when she first went on hospice, I was like telling everybody in the family, I'm not going to be in the room. I don't want to do it. I'm not going to be around. You know, I I just, I was announcing it. So everyone knew where Yata stood on it. But I can say now, Man, I wouldn't change it for the world. Um, that was an experience that I didn't even know I wanted to have and that I did not want to miss. Um, but but yeah, it it was it it was my first. <laughs> it was my first time, you know. Um and I'm just so glad it was my mom. And um, you know, she she like I said, she just looked like she was sleeping. <laughs> she just looked like she was sleeping, you know, and I, I have to give all glory and thanks to God for giving me the strength and the grace in that moment to be there. Um, you know, I laugh now at how sure and certain I was that I was not going to be there and I was not going to see that and I couldn't handle that. And oh my goodness, you know, sometimes it's like they say, <laughs> if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. You know what I mean? That was textbook, make God laugh, tell him your plans. But anyway, um, but yeah, it it hit for me this week and I was just so torn up about it. Um, but I eventually just allowed myself to go there. And my sister, she, my older sister, she, she often, when we talk and, you know, we're processing through our stuff, she, when, when we talk, she'll say, 
that she also has learned to just let herself feel it, (laughs) whatever the it is to just feel it and not try to run away from it or pretend um, that that's not what she's feeling because it does make it worse. You know, Um, it does. It does make it worse. It's kind of like when you're on a roller coaster, they say don't tense up and just let your body kind of go because if you do, it's like you'll, your tensing up will make it worse when you get off the ride, you know? So just try your best to just relax. It's kind of like that. It's like, just, just, just let it go. Just let it fall. <laughs> so that was, that was this week for me. I just, I just let it fall. But, um, man, God knows I miss the heck out of her. I really do. Um, I really do. Yeah, guys, I think that's it for me. (laughs) I don't want to force more words. I am learning to allow and also let be, just let it be what it is. Let it finish right here because that is just what seems to organically be the end. (laughs) All right, y'all. So thanks again for for listening. Um, I look forward to you all tuning in again. And until next time, peace.